Welcome to the Mass Device Fast 5 MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is June 7th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today, we're going to talk about a teledermatology screening for suspected skin cancer lesions, BD's expansion into Ireland, and Precision Neuroscience's first in-human trial for its brain-computer interface. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing all right. How are you, Danielle? Also doing all right. Looks like we have a little bit of interesting news on the docket today that is sort of related to what we discussed yesterday and what Chris and I discussed last week with AI and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of digital offerings and sort of innovative ways of doing what's been done for a while, I guess you could say. But, you know, new new technologies are always coming through. And today the news is uh, evidently no different. So, Sean, what is the first thing that we need to know for today? First thing we need to know is that the FDA cleared the DeepX Diagnostics Teledermatology Screening Device for Suspected Skin Cancer Lesions. It looks like a really innovative technology that could help people identify dangerous lesions. So what is that dermocyte scope? Well, it's a digital dermatoscope device used for skin cancer that can acquire these cancer lesions for teledermatology assessment, similar to existing digital scopes that are already out there. And what does the company hope to do with that technology? Well, DeepX hopes to integrate it with an AI algorithm powered by its proprietary optical transfer diagnosis or OTD technology that would enable the analysis of lesions on the subskin level based on light transferring properties. The company hopes to turn this assessment into a robust, non-invasive and accessible AI-driven tool, but they're still waiting on FDA approval for use of its dermocyte device with the OTD AI technology. Interesting. It sounds like this is a significant advance in remote dermatological care. I mean, the ability to assess and diagnose suspected skin cancer lesions remotely just improves access to timely and accurate dermatological evaluations. So what do executives at the company think about it? Dr. David Swanson, the company's chief medical officer, said that their technology has the potential to revolutionize the way skin cancer is diagnosed by turning the scope into a sophisticated tool for the dermatologist's eye using a precise diagnostic instrument comparable to biopsy and accuracy. And through future integration with the AI augmented OTD algorithm, you know, the company believes that there's a lot of future application. All right. What else should we know for the day? Avatar Medical won FDA clearance for its virtual reality or VR surgical planning tech. So we've seen this kind of technology before, and it appears to be really handy for surgical training and preparation. So I, I expect that by winning FDA clearance, this technology is no different. And what is this VR system designed to do? Well, it helps surgeons better prepare for their procedures through VR representations of patients. Patient avatars, hence the name of the company, generate instantly from CT scans or MRI scans for use with the VR platform for then training and prep. And what is the use prevalence for it so far? Avatar Medical says it's conducted about four years of human data interaction and machine learning research so far. And use of the platform in the U.S. to date spans more than 100 surgeons across 200 different hospitals and universities. People have used it in case studies, student education, and patient engagement. So it's it's been used quite widely already in the U.S. as far as training pre-approval, and now it's got clearance. So you could expect a wider adoption. We've discussed VR surgical planning before, and it seems like this technology represents a promising development in surgical innovation to give surgeons this ability to optimize their approach and anticipate challenges and ultimately deliver improved patient care. 
Is the company planning for more expansion in the future? Yeah, Xavier Wartel, the CEO of Avatar Medical, said that the company expects European medical device certification for next year. Now, the company has a U.S. subsidiary in California, but they're based in France, so you'd expect them to seek European approval. And it was funny to me thinking about it. You know, we've gotten used to seeing technologies win approval in Europe first, then move to the FDA. But it's interesting to see the other way around. I'm sure it has to do with Europe's new regulations, but still, they expect that it'll come relatively soon next year. Definitely a good point. Looks like we have some AI news. Yep. Uh, Olympus looks to establish a series of digital excellence centers based on Odin Vision's cloud AI tech. So looks like an innovative way to take technology and ensure that its benefits are utilized around the globe. And what is Odin Vision's cloud AI technology? Odin Vision, a London-based company, develops a portfolio of commercially available computer-aided detection and diagnostic, or CAD, solutions. It also has an innovation pipeline of cloud-enabled applications. It's a company that Olympus agreed to acquire for $79 million late last year. We just hear everything about artificial intelligence lately outside of medtech and then even within medtech. I mean, there were several stories that we covered last week that were AI-based, and this is obviously a trend. How does Olympus plan to use it for these digital centers? Well, Olympus has a new commercial strategy centered around digital health, and the company wants to enable it by establishing these DECs or digital excellence centers to develop their digital solutions globally using Odin Vision's renowned AI and software expertise and development capabilities. The company feels that the centers enable it to access critical talent and develop partnerships with startups and other companies like Odin Vision. And what are executives saying? Sean LaRocco, the global VP of customer solutions responsible for the digital health business at Olympus, said that as a leader in endoscopy and an innovator in the space, Olympus is passionate about delivering the next generation of intelligent, integrated solutions and insights to healthcare providers. However, company cannot do it alone and are continuously looking to partner with other pioneers like Odin Vision who share this passion. So it's a pat on the back for Odin Vision for being the first to sort of take this step with Olympus. And clearly these centers are aimed at finding more companies like it. Interesting. As I mentioned before, AI is up and coming in med tech right now. And I'm sure we'll have some sort of a artificial intelligence roundup on mass device sometime soon. And it looks like the next news item that we have is BCI related, something else that we've talked about many times before on this podcast. That's right. You can't get away from it. Precision Neuroscience begins its first in human trial for its brain computer interface or BCI. So more BCI news and from a company that's having good 2023 so far, having already raised significant funds earlier this year. How is Precision Neuroscience's BCI made? The company's Layer 7 cortical interface was designed with more than a thousand tiny electrodes spanning an area of just one square centimeter. The company embedded the electrodes in a flexible film that conforms to the brain surface. This film that's just one-fifth the thickness of a human hair is designed for implantation and removal by neurosurgeons without damaging brain tissue. The company designed it to map a large area of the brain surface at resolutions higher than typical neurosurgical procedures. Interesting. And obviously, the first in-human trial for any device represents a crucial step in evaluating the safety and efficacy of a device. What are some of the details of Precision Neuroscience's study and what does it aim to prove through this study? Well, one patient undergoing brain tumor resection received a temporary placement of the layer 7 on the brain. Neurosurgeons safely deployed the implant for a portion of the surgery, reading, recording, and mapping electrical activity from the surface of that patient's brain. Since that first procedure completed in mid-April, 
Two additional patients underwent similar operations. Their operations required surgery to remove tumors involving brain regions responsible for language. So the company plans to enroll up to five patients in total in the first phase of the study, and it wants to record and map brain activity in what it says would be unprecedented detail, partnering with West Virginia University's Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute to conduct it. Effectively, Precision Neuroscience sees it as a major step towards its goal of restoring function to people with neurological illnesses and disorders. Precision Neuroscience's development of a BCI kind of reflects the ongoing advances in neuroscientific research and this quest to unlock the full potential of the human brain. I mean, BCIs have the potential to transform the lives of individuals with paralysis or severe communication impairments and offer these new possibilities for independence and improved quality of life. What do doctors think about this technology? Well, Dr. Peter Conrad, the chair of the Department of Neurosurgery at the Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute that's conducting this study in partnership with Precision Neuroscience, called it a remarkable achievement in real-time detection of electrical brain activity, and it was mapped with high resolution, he said. And the thing that sticks out from his quote is that he said, it's as if I was seeing the patient's brain think. So seems like they're pretty excited about what this technology could be capable of. That's interesting. On to our last bit of news today. Again, some more Ireland news that kind of follows our news from a few weeks ago. That's right. So we've talked, I believe, on the podcast so far about Abbott and Boston Scientific investing in Ireland. And we've got another big name in medtech doing so as well as BD continues to expand in the country. How much is BD investing in Ireland? Well, last week, the company held a grand opening ceremony for a new $4.3 million or 4 million euro uh, R&D facility in Blackrock neighborhood of Dublin. And the company also announced a $32.1 million or 30 million euro investment to expand its Enniscorthy Wexford manufacturing facility. And how many new jobs does the company expect to create with this expansion? Nearly 100. The two investments should create more than 85 new jobs in Ireland, according to BD. The new BlackRock facility is about 10,600 square feet. Purpose-built R&D facility housing 35 high-tech workers, complementing the company's existing Limerick R&D facility, which employs more than 300 people. So it's investing in research and development. And is there anything else that it's investing in with this expansion? Right. So the BlackRock Dublin facility is for R&D, while the Enniscorthy Manufacturing Facility houses operations to manufacture a new medical technology from BD's Peripheral Interventions Unit. So might be an interesting one to watch. Definitely. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks again for all of your continued news coverage on Mass Device and coming on here to give us your expertise for the day. My pleasure. And as always, read more on the Mass Device website. Check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. And I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mastify's Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us Thursday for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.